You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. Welcome to WoW Talk, the Mash Those Buttons podcast all about World of Warcraft. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm here with Ray Lou. Hey. And Eric Knutson. Hey, guys. And Chris Harv Greer. Hello. And today is August 16th, 2021, and this is WoW Talk, episode number 192. And yeah, we so uh, real quickly... Uh, yeah, last time we recorded, JL and Brack was in charge of Blizzard, and now he's not. <laughs> so we'll get into that because, uh, yeah, that happened like literally, like we, rec- we record every Monday night. So we recorded on August 2nd. That happened August 3rd. So we are just about two weeks into this new era of Blizzard, uh, which is pretty much the same as the old era, which, you know, is, is still a bit of a problem. But we'll get into all that. Uh, Ray, how are things going with you? Not too bad. Things have been just going as per normal, I think, you know? So basically just doing everything that I've always been doing is just, you know, doing the raids, trying to do my daily things and making sure I get a chance to uh, hop on and get other things done with people. And um, leveling all the things, trying to work on my profession super slowly. But once you see that, like, I have, you know, it's just like, oh, I need this to make flask. Oh, but I need them for inscription. Oh, this is a really low rate. Oh, no. So, you know, just kind of like the rabbit hole of finding out that, like, all the other things are like, oh, engineering uses gems, too? (laughs) It's just kind of like, no. So trying to, like, distribute all my things accordingly to get it done just to have it, you know, because I don't like spending money on things that I can do myself, you know? And, you know, after seeing my uh, capes and stuff being put up and then not being sold as much because, you know, even under this the base mats price, not even just collecting, but just materials that you need to buy, it's very disheartening. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to do my own thing so I can get my own stuff done. And I know, like, you know, I'll talk to some people. They're like, oh, well, you don't have to worry about helping your guildies. I was like, well, it's just in case if they need someone to do the things because I did get told... A couple weeks ago, it's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so does this. Like, yes, but they're not on. And that's a complete (laughs) different thing. Like, you know, if someone messages me and I'm, like, out shopping and I look at my phone at my grocery list and then I swipe and look at notifications that I see, I can answer them. You know, but if I try to message someone else, they won't. So that's the hugest difference is I can rely on myself to get my own stuff done for me. And if other people happen to want to have things done because they see that I can or they ask, it's just the satisfaction of knowing that, like, I know I can rely on myself. There's probably some weird quote that Harv knows about counting on yourself or something or or whatever, but <laughs> I don't know it. 
<laughs> do you think it would help then if more people had like the Battle.net app on their phone or, or Discord on their phone at least to, so that it's, they're... It's, it, it has nothing to do with that. I think it's just people have trouble, you know, like just other people who don't want to ask and they just do it themselves or they'll just buy it themselves. But then a quarter of those people complain about not having money. But, you know, you have a whole team of people that can do the things like they I see that they fixed the guild roster stuff for profession. So like you can click view offline and then next to it. Now there's like the you can view that person that's offline. And if you click it, like looking at their uh, legendary like crafting, you can actually click it and it shows you what level that the person can do themselves like per oh, wow. person or whatever. So that hasn't fixed. But I didn't click on. um, I don't know if it works the same way for legendaries. If I click view all that are offline and then like i don't know if i can look at the cape and then you know example pick rank four and then it'll show me a list of who can do that because before it was like pretty busted but at least singularly that's been fixed and stuff like that but you know as for like um people being online like that you know people can have stuff in installed but it's how you choose to want to do it you know like i have probably like 20 different discord servers that i'm on they're all muted and the only ones i don't have muted is going to be like my discord and it's only three channels that i only care about looking at everything else is like it doesn't matter like off hot topic like that doesn't matter like i'll look at that when i feel like looking at it you know obviously and for like our website like you know only the important stuff that goes through from boss man ja you know like <laughs> that, right. stuff's, that stuff's important but like you know everything else is just like muted because i don't you know i'll look at it when i want to but stuff that's important like i said you know like your group up you don't want to look at that and do the things I'd like to look at that. You know, if someone can't make raid, I want to know because I want to be prepared to know what I need to be, you know, doing later on for that night when it comes and whatnot. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just people, if you want to do it, you'll do it. If you don't want to do it, you won't, you know? And I think that's the biggest thing is just like people, you know, when I see people don't ask or don't do the things and, you know, that's fine. You don't want to just don't expect me to fill in the blank that I don't know the words for. <laughs> Well, going back for a moment, you mentioned the uh, profession tool that they fixed. Is that something they fixed in 9.1 or they fixed that just at some point randomly over the last months, weeks, years? And, and um, uh, Well, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if it was towards the end of 9.0 and before 9.1, only because when somebody was asking the question about, um, you know, who can make what and all that stuff, you know, I have a pin, you know, with who can make what, but it's not updated except for what I've done and if someone tells me that they updated their stuff, you know? So when I was doing that, then I was like, you know what? And then like, so I was like, I don't know if this actually works or whatever. And so the person like clicked on it and looked, it's like, Oh yeah, I can see what level they did. I'm like, Oh, they fixed that. So I'm not sure when they did it because when I was trying to kind of like rally for that before saying like, Hey, like if you need to know who needs to make what, like you can look it up. And someone was like, Oh, that doesn't work because it says so-and-so can do this, but they definitely can't or whatever. So you know, sometime between that conversation and a couple of weeks ago was when things now like at least work properly in at least the singular essence of looking up. But I will have to look later on to see if view all and then if uh, viewing crafters actually shows it properly. Are there any other guild management tools you'd like to see them implement? Um, I don't know. I mean, because like. There's nothing to that you can do for like groups of stuff. You know, that's the biggest thing. I think um, talking with some other people, you know, they're switching groups because the, uh, the mythic team that they're working on isn't working out, you know, and, you know, his problem was with uh, just only the officers were interacting and doing stuff, but nobody else would. And they'd only log in like 
for a raid, maybe for another thing or two, but they won't do anything to get more and stuff like that. So I don't, there's nothing you can do to make people want to do more. Like you either want to do more or you don't want to do more. And there's nothing, there's no tool that'll help you kind of rectify that situation, you know? And I know he said that like, uh, I think his guild leader was trying to like offer money to recruit more people because he, you know, he was telling his leader like, Hey, I'm, you know, it's not working out because I must be the problem because nobody wants to do more except for me. So I'm going to remove myself. And, you know, so uh, his guild leader was trying to like, you know, be like, oh, I'll pay X amount of gold if you can recruit more people. But that doesn't really solve the situation. You're just kind of, you know, you're just giving money to people who aren't solving the situation by doing more or doing better. You know what I mean? So, you know, just dangling a carrot in front of someone to make them do more isn't really self-sufficient because if you already don't want to do it and that's the only way to make someone do something that's not really healthy you know it's not gonna help in the long run for anything because they're gonna only do just enough until you give them a little bit more you know and that's not really a good way to i think compile a team has the raid uh you know still being new and fresh uh, has that kind of at least kept people somewhat interested or is all the news lately and just the general state of the game lately is it is is the are you feeling the the you know the the lack of population uh you know is, is that effect still occurring um i mean it's really still about the same for for my end you know there's only one person who left uh from our well not i mean didn't leave the guild but left playing blizzard games in general and the f other friends that I've been talking to, like some of them are switching over to play different games or waiting for another game to come out and whatnot. And that's really bad. I mean, most of us still play, but it's still like segregated on who plays with who and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's, you know, there's probably a handful of less people playing because of the situation, which is super disheartening because, you know, it's and I can't remember if this is on the last podcast or just because people have been talking to me because they knew I you know used to work for Activision. So they want to know if I was OK. You know, and um, one someone had mentioned saying that like, oh, I now no longer, you know, um, have the Uber app installed because of their uh, like allegations or scandals going on, and me and my husband don't um, have Blizzard games and this and this and that, and you know, I replied saying it's like, that's fine and all, but like it doesn't really do anything, you know, and you should really look at your friends your family and your coworkers who probably have this situation happening to them. And that's more important to help in that manner, like help people that matter in that instance, you know, and we had uh, a couple, well, we had a Gildy and her husband, they had, uh, were in the area and, you know, we had hung out and that was one of the things that um, me and her had talked about just saying, just like, you know, if people were that upset, they want to make a change, like you have to do something, you know, and even if like only, you know, five people leave, Blizzard's not going to get hurt by that, and it's not going to change their attitude for stuff, really, because they have to want to make those changes, right? And, you know, what would make a difference if an entire server just, like, stopped, you know, and it was just, like, you know, it's just, like, what would you have to do to make that change? But it's just kind of hard, right? Like, helping a homeless person, you know, buying them the food, you know, helping them get situated or whatever. Like, you know, you have to make the changes, it, and it takes a long time. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, you can't, get world peace and solve hunger overnight. It's just a process that, you know, people have to slowly start pitching in and doing the things and walking away really isn't the thing to do. It's more of education and trying to, you know, get those changes to happen and make the awareness and, you know, bring it up to someone who wants to do the things, right? 
It's funny that you say it's not going to happen overnight because it was literally, <laughs> we recorded the podcast and then overnight JLM Breck resigned. So <laughs> <laughs> not that that fixes anything because you're absolutely right. It's not going to happen overnight. Right. Um, but yeah. So anything else going on in game then? Um, I mean, I'm just kind of, I think I feel like I'm just kind of doing the, the wrath thing where like. You know, when we're trying to do the raids and stuff, I feel like I might not be doing, you know, maybe I'm not doing enough. So then, like, it's back to, like, oh, I got to do, you know, those 25-man ICC heroic so I can get gear so I can help these people because I don't know how to fix the rest of it because I didn't. And I still don't because, you know, I, I mean, I do more now because I do play, like, tank and DPS, but I can't play all the roles on one account at the same time in raid just to... <laughs> do all the things and you know get it done and stuff like that so you know i really i've just been playing and chatting with other people who you know even though uh, someone that doesn't you know really play with us because he's from another server but has a character in the guild like you know he still comes in the chat every day and see what's going on or he'll message me and be like hey i took six thousand steps today you know it's fun you know we still can have a conversation that's still nice you know and he's been trying out another game but he's finally got a job and you know, so trying to figure out what he wants to do, but you know, it's it's nice just to have people around to do the things, and um, you know, and he came on today, and we ended up doing a couple of uh, M pluses and stuff like that, just to kind of get out the way. Which I have to remind him he needs to log in and give me all the items to work on because he's not he's gonna let it run out for now until he gets his shit situated. So nice. Note to self: remind that person later. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Other than that, you know, it's just really just been trying to. I think I need more anima on all my alts, you know, because I want to be able to help out. Kind of like you know where Eric like got on his warlock because he wanted to DPS and not just tank and stuff like that. So I'm like, well, maybe I should work on my gear for my, to, you know, for a tank role and a DPS role just to have you know more gear so I can you know be like, hey, I can help, but I can only do a plus six. Sorry, <laughs> I need it. so. That's, you know, my next goal is just to kind of go down the list and have one of each role to be situated to do the things and then work on professions for stuff that I want for myself that I don't want to pay for. One last question I thought of. Uh, if they could make a tool that would allow you to view your spreadsheets in the game, would that help you? But I already have another monitor that I can view the stuff on. <laughs> See, that's what I thought. I was like, I went, I was like that's probably the answer. She's like, it's easier on the other monitor anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, you know, it's really just for myself. I don't think anybody really has super interest in seeing the things that I do because it's just info and it's well, no, probably I'm just boring. Think, I'm just thinking it'd be easier as far as maybe being able to import data or whatever into your spreadsheets because I'm, I'm guessing there's a lot of data entry that you have to do as a result of that. Yeah, but it's not like I type like a turtle. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> I type fast enough that it can easily be filled out and the spreadsheet format's been the same. So, like, I don't really have too much to do other than maybe throw someone to follow that won't, you know, yank me off the edge or kill me or scrape me off and leave me hanging. <laughs> it's it's true. When she types, the keyboard sounds like a submachine gun. <laughs> Data entry is Ray's thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, to quote one of my old guildies, I think he told his uncle the sound was Ray smashing a frying pan on the keyboard and words are coming out. So, I guess you know that's that's me. <laughs> I don't know. I, we'll have to actually. Well, I, I think we did that once, didn't we? In like chat at some point, like test our our uh, our, our typing speeds. Did we? 
I think we did I that. Know. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I did that at some at some point in my past. I was in some chat with people, and I assume it was you guys because I don't know who else it would have been with. Oh. But yeah, I feel like we were talking about typing speeds, and we posted them or something. Oh. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to. <laughs> We'll, think, we'll, we'll, we'll have to start a podcast about Mavis Beacon teaches typing. <laughs> it's always different having to do the races on the what they want you to type versus what you already know what you want to type in your head. Yes, that's yes. completely different. So, like, and I know, I know Eric knows. And it's like he'll know when I'm upset or angry because my typing has gone warp speed instead of just regular typing fast. It's yeah. extra extra fast. This is a noticeable right. difference. <laughs> he's like what's wrong and he just hears like <laughs> letters flying you hear the, the mechanical keyboard just being assaulted and you know yeah one of the guys said I, I that he's upset that I murdered my keyboard oh. sorry just I mean who else better to QA test the keyboard than me there you go there you go <laughs> true so Eric how fast can you type Oh boy, I'm not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fast enough to to get by, but not fast enough to thrive. Well, isn't <laughs> isn't uh, you know like pressing your keybinds? Isn't that kind of like typing? Oh yeah, but I mean those. I I the, here's the difference: is I have all my keybinds memorized, like I'm supposed to for typing, <laughs> like a. <laughs> Like are a you a hunter and pecker? I, I, no, maybe. <laughs> there was this one time where the first time I came to visit with my computer so we could play WoW together, and I had to use the restroom. I'm like, hey, can you tell the guys I'll BRB? And I come out, and he's like, I can't read your keyboard because the only letter available that you could see was the Z. Everything. Oh, because everything gone. else just wiped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yep. yeah. And I was like, just put your fingers on the little bumps. And don't look and just type. That's and he's like, exactly. I can't do that. I, like, the home dude, I, <laughs> I tried. I tried. Yeah. And I was like, Keith, I was like, Ray, I can't use your fucking keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I will, I can use, I use all, all of my fingers, but I still got to watch the keyboard. So I don't, I don't peck, but I, I definitely watch. I don't trust myself enough to do it without, like I can and I've done it, but I'm super slow and I'm super sketched and I think that I'm not going to find the right key and then I usually do, but it's, <laughs> it's easier for me to just look. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man. So if you can type out an essay for me, how did rating go this week? Oh, <laughs> Actually it went well. Um, I'm not going to type it out. I'll just speak it. Um, Let's see, we got Sylphanas down on normal, which was pretty awesome. Nice. Um, yeah, that was, uh, it was actually pretty nice. We we got into it, um, I don't know, what was it, maybe six tries, seven tries, something like that. It continually got better and we kind of worked with what we had and shuffled around when we used uh, Heroism and uh, yeah, we got it to, we got it down. Um, and then we went, we went back and did on Heroic and we got the Teragu down. So nice. one of ten heroic, and that one was like that was in classic order of corrupted souls, uh, like one or two people left alive. How the heck did we pull it off? Type. Hey of man, I was one of those left alive. With a clutch <laughs> feign death. There's some clutch feign death action. <laughs> well, every feign death is clutch. <laughs> yeah, I must. I feign death like ten times in that fight to make sure I was low on threat for the end, mm -hmm. and then. 
I I saw, I think it was Rogan that was running off to my left away. And the boss was coming at me. And I was like, feign death. And he turned and I jumped up and I kept shooting and he died. Nice. That's (laughs) how you do it. I still talk fondly about you, Nick, with your deterrence and disengage. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Those are my, my two favorite abilities. Whenever you can get the talent, I think it's a talent, uh, where you can have like two charges of deterrence, I am always happy. <laughs> That's not an ability anymore. It's not. Darn it. I didn't think it was. <laughs> it's turtle yeah. shell now. That's the real reason why I don't raid with you guys anymore. It's not because of the kids. It's because I don't have two two uh two, two deterrences. Two deterrences to use and I just can't do it. I had to retire. I got the Ninja Turtle macro. It's like, man, I love being a turtle. (laughs) It's not turtles anymore, though. Aspect of the turtle. Is it it aspect of the turtle? Yeah. It used to be be something else. They changed the the name then, didn't they? That's what it was. It had like the sword flying around you. Yes, that's right. You're right. And now it's aspect of the turtle. You're right. See, yeah, that's how old I am. I forgot it's aspect (laughs) of the turtle. You haven't been pushing the button enough, apparently. No, because why should I push it? I only have one stack. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to waste it. What if you need it right exactly. after? Exactly. It's my get out of jail free button. Save you gotta it. be like every other DPS where you're like, healer, why didn't you heal me? <laughs> I was clearly standing in this fire and you didn't heal me. Well, de- de- well, deterrence is here. I'm standing in fire and I need to move. Disengage is so I can just r- jump across gaps. I don't know if I mentioned this in the Necrolord Covenant Hall. Uh, you know, there's that little like space where you come out, like it's got like the two hallways on the sides. And mm-hmm. then there's like the little, you can, if you aim it right, you can disengage across that gap. If you come out of the door <laughs> and then you run and like turn around in the air and go across. I've done it successfully like twice. That's awesome. <laughs> Most of the time I fall just short and have to run around, but uh, yeah, so that's always fun. And then, uh, yeah, so disengage, disengage is all about jumping. It's not actually about like ending combat or anything and then yeah feign death is just oh crap i pulled too much mm-hmm. <laughs> disengage is so. good for those things where you get a feign you gotta jump out of the group yes and then if you also have post haste you can run back into the group really fast and then the thing is still yeah. on you and then it explodes with your back in the group and you're like i tried <laughs> <laughs> well, ran away, but i wasn't paying attention <laughs> or you disengage yourself off the side that's also true. Also happens. <laughs> it's like, ooh, that was a little further than I thought it was. Sorry, guys. We are back. You always got to watch out for like disengaging around like steps because yeah, it's you just then you're falling and you're like, whoa. So yeah, so 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 you guys beat uh, heroic terror grew. Yep. Um, and then at that point, it was just after raid time, so we didn't even attempt to go in any further. But I think this this next coming week we're. We'll probably still clear normal because um, a lot of people still need upgrades from it. I don't think we, we're at a we point gotta yet. We got to finish that quest. Yeah, <laughs> we have to finish the so quest. So we can too. skip later on and do the last bosses. Right. Did anyone get Sylvanas's bow? No. I don't no. That's why we got to keep killing her on normal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I did There's... get her shoulders. Nice. There are four hunters. Yeah, so I'm sure hunters. they all would like to have oh, the yeah. bow. So, yeah. So I can transmog it to Thastora because <laughs> the legacy of the Windrunners. Would would that drop for a, a warrior? 
Or no? Can they hold I bows don't still? I think it should. Because they could hold guns before, right? Can they hold bows? Yeah, well, they I can hold they everything, right? Can. But you can't. There's no use for it, but you could. I don't, yeah, that's true. I don't know if... That'd be hilarious yeah. if it dropped for like a warrior that comes with us, but it's higher eye level than their current weapon, so they can't trade it. <laughs> oh, that'd be like the worst. <laughs> the worst troll ever. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean... You should be able to equip it and just hit people with it. <laughs> Melee with the bow. <laughs> hey, it's like the biggest insult. like, sorry guys! <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Queen does it in Arrow, so... Exactly. But it's got stats on it. Heck, actually, heck, a warrior? Sylvanas did it herself. She was she was fighting Tyrande. She did this thing, that thing where she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna split my bow into into the two glaives, and then I'm gonna fight Tyrande in glaive combat." What so if, yes. So what class is she then? Everything class. I'm Everything. gonna say she went. She 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 went from. Uh, she, well, she's technically a hunter, and she went from marksman to survival. Gross. Mm. <laughs> what if that bow could do that? If you got should. it off of Sylvanas and you could just switch specs and it just breaks into melee weapons. Well, I think what happened is that she saw Sarfang, you know, split Chalamane in the, you know, in the fight where she killed him. And she's like, oh, okay, I got to make sure I got a weapon that can do that. That's, that's a cool <laughs> feature, having two weapons in one. It's like <laughs> so. at dinner, it's like, man, I wish I could do that. What if I could? Uh, Is so. it like that movie Blind Fury where he has that staff where he walks around the whole time and then he breaks it in half and it's a sword? <laughs> I didn't see that one. It's bad. It's old school, <laughs> early 90s. It's got Rutger Hauer in it. He's blind. Oh. And he ends up driving this van down the freeway and some dude's like, what's your problem? Are you blind? He goes, yeah. What's your excuse? <laughs> it's an awful movie. <laughs> So bad, Great. not badass. Check. Oh, it's garbage. Any other uh, rating your dungeon experience? Mm, no, not worth mentioning. That's a, right. that's the story of my couple of weeks. I do <laughs> like how our biggest problem on Sylvanas was actually people falling through the holes in the bridges that they built. That's oh, true. Yep. It was constant. Yep, that was a lot of that. It was like, God, Thrall, make a decent fucking bridge. Come on, Jaina. You can't make a bridge that's solid and doesn't have holes all in it. Because we lost multiple people falling through holes in the bridge. That is such a shitty way to lose people in a group. Like, why? It's interesting if you think about it, because in the WoW lore, Thrall and Jaina are the two characters who are always trying to build bridges across the faction divide. And yet they're never able to fail at it. They always fail. And so that's why their bridges are so crappy is because it represents all their failed attempts at trying to unify Azeroth. Oh, you and Deep fight so I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) oh but yeah like of all the mechanics in that fight that you can die to and then blizzard's just like haha let's put some holes in these bridges and then that gets people it's 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 so funny because it's such like a simple thing right just because again like go back to my failing mario 8-1 because of the little one block jumping to the big gap at the end just little things like that yeah it sucks because like shit happens but like it happens so much Uh All I'm going to say is that if if you have disengage, you can just jump over those holes and probably fall into another hole. That would be more dangerous. (laughs) Aim it wrong. Absolutely fall off that bridge. Run down to the bridge, jump 180, and disengage and hope that you landed perfect. 
<laughs> no. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, like Joanna said in the chat, like as soon as you get to the bridges, I just aim my camera straight down and then uh, just run that way. That's the closest thing I can, uh, closest thing to advice I can give. Yeah, if you're not in the front, follow the back of the pack. Just like, you know, there's cops around. Don't be the fastest person. Be behind everyone else. (laughs) Are the bridges as bad as the the maze from uh, Throne of Thunder? That one boss, the eyeball boss that put that maze in? Oh, um, was it Durmu? Something like that. I want to say Durmu. The special helmet? No, that it's not like this because it's just it's just a bridge. It's maybe you know thirty yards across and maybe four yards wide, but then it's all like twisted and patchy and like so you have to pick a route to go through it. Like there was one person goes, man, that right side is really narrow. Y'all should go left. And three quarters of the raid went to the right side. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what are y'all doing? Yeah, I was racing through and I called out that the right side sucks. And then everybody, everybody right. followed him. Well, I'm sure it's like it's like 25. percent Oh, I, I can handle it. I don't care. And then it's probably like another 25. percent Like I did go left. Oh wait, it's like, <laughs> your other left. I was going to the left. Then I watched two people fall off of the right side of the bridge. And I'm like, he told you not to go that way. That's, you know, that sounds like when you're playing like Fall Guys or something, and you're you're uh, you get the one map where. Uh, you have to find the path, and uh, otherwise the tiles like disappear and everybody falls. And I wonder, I wonder if maybe the devs were inspired by that. <laughs> maybe. But so, so Harv, what are your thoughts on the raid then? Oh, I'm, I'm having much more fun now that I'm like surviving encounters, and I'm, <laughs> yeah. and I'm apparent I'm on the DPS meters now. I'm, nice. I'm actually so beating you're... people. Like, there's points of fights where I'm like the only person beating me is Jair. I'm like, I can live with this. <laughs> uh, the surviving hunter. That's not a survival hunter. Yeah. You did it. It's like I got the chains on a uh, painbringer and I understood the mechanic and <laughs> survived the whole fight. And that's the only, the first time I've ever survived that fight all the way to the end. So, nice. yeah. Gear matters, guys. You <laughs> have to be able to play here soon. But <laughs> gear can make you survive. So I feel like you're comp- everybody's. Oh, yeah, I feel like everybody's been getting drops, getting all the things. The yeah, part, yeah. I got the shoulders off of Sylvanas, and I'm like, "Hey, Jer, guess what? What? I got shoulders." And then Matt goes, <laughs> Matt, so, "Matt, number one's like, are you serious?" So I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Sorry." These things happen. Yeah, thanks to having the conduits and the shards, I've had to make two extra columns in my uh, my spreadsheet for loot drops. Nice. It just makes it easier and cleaner to look at the things. I'm like, ah, here we go. All the things. Yeah, Mr. Robot is my clutch. I'm like, ooh, I got a piece of gear. Is this an upgrade? Sure is. Now I have to re-gym everything. <laughs> we also have a new uh, person with us. Actually, Ooh. someone from our uh, pod or from our uh, podcast listener, M1, it's, uh, his friend, brought a mage with us now. So now we can have you know different varieties of hero. <laughs> it's funny. Yes. Mainly, they mainly all race listeners. each other to see who gets off first. 
I'm like, ha ha! <laughs> I got Furious Roar, whatever it is, uh, first. Primal Rage. Yeah. Primal the way, Rage. The way you win is that, the one it is. The, the way you win that race is to just lost at the beginning. <laughs> just pull out. <laughs> Can't lose it first. Pull a top. Lost on pole. Pull a top. How on point yeah. some of these people are at casting heroism <laughs> yeah. at the start of the fight. It's like I reach over and click mine. I'm like, surely I'm first. Nope. Time warp got pushed first. You're like, crud. Yeah. Like Tapa used to always say, it's my hero. I'll use it when I want it. Right. I use that line today, but with my PI. <laughs> I'm like, I wait five Mississippis and see who's number one in damage. And then they get my PI. But only for other things, not not for Raid. Raid is Jared, Jared called dibs. So that's what happens. Mm. He gets it. Unless right. if he's dead. Then I just look and go, you're close. Here you go. <laughs> Who could use some yeah. haste? <laughs> you look at your hands. I have the power. Arv can use some haste. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I guess if Jared dies. <laughs> all right, you have to scramble up to second. Yeah. Well, if, if, if Jared dies, the haste would help resurrecting him, right? <laughs> you use it on yourself. Oh, wait. <laughs> You wait until the, the fight's over and then use it on yourself so you can cast res faster. <laughs> we did have a point on Sylvanas when we had three people down and we're like, somebody better res. And it was the warlock, the DK, and the druid that were all dead. And we're like, well, not going to better res nobody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well. All of our B reses were dead. That shows how tactical Sylvanas is, because she knew exactly who to take out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some of the people that fell off the bridge, so it wasn't Sylvanas that did that. <laughs> it was Thrall or Jaina, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Thrall was like, it's my heroism, bitch. <laughs> Hole in the bridge. He's your rickety bridge. That class couldn't cast her heroism, Thrall. <laughs> Jaina should cast Time Warp or something on there, just to... Just to be useful. It would be. No, yeah, she, she would be tried more doing useful. That. She did it on her fight, right? So step into my blizzard or, or have them uh, step into my blizzard on Yalakras or whatever. She's helpful there. Uh, no, when we were fighting Jaina, she when cast we fought her. Or time she? warp on us. Of course she did. <laughs> it was that during the phase where she cast time warp when I think, we yeah, did? I think, I... And she was invulnerable the whole time? Or some something like oh. that. All I remember is this from what the that Nathan fight, O's fight. Yeah, remember we had to go about? fight Nathan, Nathan O's that was frozen Nathan, back up on the hill. Yeah, we had to go wield spoons and break him out of his <laughs> bowl of cereal. And the the what was it? A troll? There was a captain. She's like, "Ha ha! I hope you swim better than you sail." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Terrible dialogue that went on in the first thirty-three percent of that fight. Mm -hmm. Oh, here we go. She would, she would ice block when you cast time warp. I think. Okay. That's why we couldn't pass. That's why we cast time warp when we went to that phase to kill Nathanos. Right. In the big water elemental. Yep. Because we had yeah. to break through that wall, get Nathanos, get the water elemental, and I think there were more ads when we came back out. Yeah, we had to go back out and interrupt her. That's right. And I couldn't master spell her ice block, WTF. OP. I know. Cheating. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so what I'm hearing is you guys should go back and rerun Battle of Dazar Lore. No, yeah, we should now. It'll be I right. don't want to be a troll. 
<laughs> don't you want a Gundam though? Wait, would you be a troll still? Or like, you're, didn't you race change? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You're a gnome. What did gnomes else. change into? Are you going to be a goblin because it's, it's short? Worse. I think a gnome turns it's even into a worse goblin, than trolls. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like when you have to do uh, more ass or whatever, and you know, if you're like, oh my God, I'm human, they look at themselves like, oh, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting I'm not a night elf. Yeah, you can't do the shadow meld anymore. <laughs> but I do. I do have escape artist, which on Kalthazad is extremely helpful when I get frozen in place. We're like, oh, we got a mess to dispel y'all. I'm like, no, you don't. I'm out. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really like that fight. By the way, it's just AOE heaven. Mm-hmm. There's stuff right there. Like, go in the middle. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Push the button <laughs> on your screen. Oh. Cool. Got it. Done. Got it. Yeah, but it's All been right. nice to have uh, people, having new people and old people being back and doing the things. So let's go ahead then here and get into, I guess, the news from the last two weeks here, starting with Jalen Brack's resignation. On Tuesday, uh, August third, um, because I I feel I don't know like I I don't have any news like for the actual game or even like classic. However, are you even still playing classic? Nope, I haven't played no- since I've been coming back to retail. All right, so so real quickly again as uh we we would I, I would have mentioned in the, in brief on the last episode. So Jalen Brack resigned. Uh, we had uh, Jen O'Neill, uh, who was a, an executive at Vicarious Visions, and then Mike Ibarra, who uh, had been with Blizzard for a few years but came over from the Xbox team, I think in 2019. They came over. Um, and then uh, later that day, we had the uh, the, the Activision Blizzard uh, shareholder call, and uh, Jen O'Neill was – or I guess the team was asked about how morale is in, the, in light of all the allegations and the lawsuit – and uh, O'Neill gave a statement where she basically said, like, you know, morale's going to improve. She didn't really get into the allegations that much. Uh, Ibarra said nothing. Uh, and then people people have been upset, and rightly so, uh, for the last two weeks, because despite everything that's happened, and we'll get into some of the other events, um, you know, when when uh, Activision Blizzard, when the employees did their walkout, you know, they had four specific demands that they wanted to be met and the company has not addressed or acknowledged those demands in any form. And that's part of their strategy um, that I don't think they want to give any credence to any sort of uh, movement against them because they don't want there to be a union or anything even remotely like a union. So, you know, so it just keeps, you know, so no matter what, what the company's doing, uh, you know, until they acknowledge those, you know, those demands, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a stalemate. Um, you know, there's, there's not going to be any progress in the situation here. Um, but that said, uh, so, so Brack steps down, we get Ibarra and O'Neill, uh, in place. And then like that Friday it was, uh, there were a bunch of articles that came out basically talking about, um, you know, I, I spoke with, you know, it was I have one here. I spoke to 17 current and former Blizzard employees and one non-employee about the years leading up to the lawsuit. Uh, I think there was a, a Washington Post article where they, that they where they interviewed several employees, and I knew the Washington Post article was going to be trouble for me in particular because my wife reads the Washington Post, and I hadn't been talking to her about any of this. And then I like that weekend, she's like, "So I read this article in the Washington Post. What's going on with Blizzard?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay. You want to have that talk now?" <laughs> <laughs> 
so I got to go through everything with, uh, you know, over that with her, but, but yeah, so it seems, you know, so, so at that point, uh, you know, we, we had stuff happening and then, uh, the following week, which would have been last week, we had, uh, it was announced and it's not clear exactly when this happened, but it's, I guess sometime between the, uh, that Cosby sweet picture coming out from Kotaku and then. Uh, you know, uh, you know, sometime after that, it was announced that uh, Louis Bariga, Jesse McCree, and Jonathan LeCraft um, were no longer with Blizzard, uh, and uh, McCree and uh, LeCraft were, wor- were working on World of Warcraft, um, and uh, Louis Bariga, he was the lead uh, director for Diablo Four, so his, uh his termination or his, his departure uh, is, is concerning the people following that. But at the same time, um, you know, as we always say, whenever people leave, like these games are more than just one person. And, you know, and, and I have to think that Diablo four is still on, on pace to, you know, you know, I don't think, I don't think his departure alone is going to affect Diablo four's development. Now the morale of the entire team in light of this, that could very well affect Diablo four's development, but not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be worried about that. And Diablo four is going to take forever to come out anyway. So it's not, you know, it, it's not like, oh, Diablo four was right. Re- almost ready. And now they're starting from scratch. It's not anything like that. Uh, but even then, the, you know, it, it's kind of short sighted uh, to talk about, oh, you know, how, do, how, how does how do these actions affect game development when it's not about the game development? It's about you know, fixing the culture. That's the, the paramount thing here. And, and, you know, getting rid of those three guys. I mean, Jesse McCree, he was, you know, in the Cosby chat talking about, you know, he, he was one of the guys that was cheering on a uh, in the, you know, in, in the, the comments there. And, and, you know, you could, you could try to argue like, Oh, well, he was just joking or whatnot. But the point is like, he was very clearly involved and, and knew of it. And, and, you know, so at the, at the very least from that level, um, you know, he, he was problematic. Uh, and then, uh, LeCraft also was in that picture of the Cosby room suite. I don't think he was in the chat necessarily, but you know, I mean, obviously Blizzard knows more about what was going on than we do. Um, and, and so the fact that those three guys are gone is a good sign. Somebody said, it's great that they're finally responding to like HR complaints from years ago. Uh, but they need to, you know, they need to, you know, get caught up here. Um, and as I said, until they acknowledge the, the demands of the, you know, a better ABK, I think, what is it at? add a better ABK on Twitter, you know, that's the, uh, the, the coalition of the employees until they acknowledge their demands. Um, you know, there, there, there's, it's going to be a bit of a standoff there. And so we'll see how that goes. Uh, there was a, a shareholder group, uh, that, uh, you know, was basically calling on blizzard to acknowledge the demands. They, you know, they said they're disappointed that they haven't acknowledged the demands. We have another shareholder group that's trying to sue blizzard because they, uh, you know, clearly knew about these problems and lied about them. And, uh, now they're affecting their bottom line. And so blizzard should have managed, uh, you know, managed expectations better and managed the situation to make sure that this wouldn't come around and affect the bottom line. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, and then there was the one, article about uh activision blizzard's qa department being like a hellhole i don't know if you want, you had any comments to talk about on that ray that, that it's a hellhole yeah <laughs> it's like when someone asked me how it'd be like to to work for a gaming company and it was like i was like you you want this whole novel right now oh lordy <laughs> all right mm. <laughs> she turns but, to the dagger cane stay a while and listen Right. I mean, it's just, it's harder, you know, when 
I think it's like when a guy asks how it is, you know, it's hard from my point of view because I'm female, you know, and I was like, a lot of it's just kind of like if you're a guy and you work there, it just doesn't, everything just like uh, rolls off the shoulders or they don't, like guys just don't care. It's not the same. There's a very small percentage where they might feel the same way, you know, about how things are run or whatever. So, you know, it's, it's tough. You know, it's, you know, like I'd say the same thing, like the job itself isn't that, you know, it's not difficult, but how they go about it is when it starts the levels of, depending on, you know, your, your, uh, your mental capacity or your, or how much you're, you can't get your spirit broken by things like how, how much adjective that I can't think of the word of is, you know, how well you can handle those things. You know, that's that's solely relying on per person on, you know, how, how they react to all that type of stuff and how they deal with it and what, what they would do about it, you know. I don't know. Did, did, didn't we try to figure out in the chat, like, how much, uh, as they said, like, they were making, like, $50,000 a year or something like that? Or, or was that the... Uh... We, we might have, yeah, you might have said something like that. I was like, that you must have to be full-time, though, not as contract. Not as yeah. a contract, yeah. As a contract person, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be making that much because you're not guaranteed to be working, you know, a full year. Like my first time around was only four months, and then it was like a year and change, and then a year and change, and then, oh my god, they still have me here. I thought you weren't allowed to keep someone for more than a year. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is mentally killing me now, and I'm still here. Help me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you said no. I saw that where you wrote that in our chat about. There's a quote that they said QA jobs pull just over 50 grand per year on average. I mean, if you're 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year, that's roughly $25 an hour. That I'm is pretty not sure how that's not how that works. <laughs> I mean, there's OT, but then again, it's the same thing. Like, how much OT are you willing to work? There are people that do, but when I was on Blops 3, that was not the case because I eventually got told, take a day off, right? I was like, nobody's volunteering what do you want me to do i'm just trying to help because that's how right. i was back then you know i was just like well everybody wants money but nobody's wanting to stay you see how this doesn't work out <laughs> like shoot yeah yeah right. so. so no i think it was because i think it was yeah it was like fifty thousand, and if you, if you assume 40 hours a week but then as ray pointed out with like overtime you have yeah. to assume like and then overtime should be time and a half and whatnot and then yeah so it breaks down it came out like I, I did the, it came out like twelve dollars an hour I think I, I said yeah, they were making a, but that's a lot of work for fifty thousand dollars a year oh yeah oh yeah what are you doing working eighty plus hours a week <laughs> I think I, I think it's close to that number <laughs> I mean you would have to but most people I think um would be like. Know, it's probably six, 60, 70, but I don't, I don't know how much they do now. Cause you know, it's again, I repeat, this only ever happened once where I had to work 21 hours and I was just like, why? And they're like, yeah. all right, you need to come back. And it was like, we had to come back six hours later. I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> why is this happening? Like, so hopefully they like, that's something I, I had talked about with them when, uh, with one of the guys saying like, you know, if they could just improve things like quality of life, like people don't, they shouldn't have to work 12 to 14 hour shifts. You could break them down into three different shifts like other jobs. So people aren't like being worked like a horse and they can actually take that mental break mm-hmm. from, you know, just from the stress of just saying, oh, hold on. We we might need you here. And it's like 529, 530. It's supposed to be clock at time. No, hold on. Got to wait for the devs to tell us if you still need to go, you know. And, you know, I feel like it nixes out people who like 
have kids or other jobs or school or whatever to do this stuff and all of a sudden now you've taken out all these people that would like to try to be in the industry see if they like it you know and kind of be there to but be it more fair because you know watching people who you know can't stay or they they're not rehirable because oh because life is more important than coming to work or whatever and that's just you know i wish they would change something like that because that would be a lot better for a handful of people who do have other obligations to do and it shouldn't be that your job is more important than you right, right? you know and so and it's not fair. I mean, it's totally their strategy, but it's not fair to take advantage of the people who don't know any better. And it's like, oh, hey, just because you don't have, you know, young children or some other like, you know, like existential responsibility that it's like, yeah, I was just going to go home and, you know, play games or whatever. Like to be able to take advantage of that person, you know, it's unfair to them. Like, let them go play their games, you know, let them enjoy the fact that they're unencumbered at the moment because <laughs> things can change. So. So yeah, so that's uh, that was that, and then there was one other article here I want to mention real quickly. Uh, that was it was an opinion piece here talking about how Final Fantasy XIV shows that a toxic community isn't an inevitability. And I read the article and I wanted to, I wanted to be like, no, it is inevitability. Like you know, screw you. Like I, I kind of went in with a chip on my shoulder, like trying, you know, like even at this point, still trying to defend. Wow. And then, like, I kind of read the article, and like, basically, they 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 kind of made the point that, you know, that that like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, at least the mods there are a lot more aggressive about stamping out, you know, like toxic, you know, content and you know, like hate speech and that kind of stuff than the Blizzard developers are, and it's hard to argue that they're not. I mean, we've seen, you know, we we we've seen trade chat, <laughs> you know, we know, and, and again, you kind of get the argument that, you know, like, did the company ever really you know want to stamp out that kind of stuff when you know the, we see what the executives and the people who are building the game you know how they felt about things it's like oh like yeah of course they're not going to be all determined to you know keep chat clean because they kind of they enjoy chat being a little bit you know uh you know rough and the you know the thing is like final fantasy had a, like a zero tolerance policy and that's the you know you know that's the way to kind of keep things you know from from the generating and yeah, it's, you know, I couldn't, I don't know. I read the article. I couldn't in good faith, like defend Blizzard at the end of the article. And I was like, uh, I, I think they're right. I think that they could have done more. I mean, I, it goes without saying they could have done more, um, you know, just from the stories we had last week about, uh, some of the stuff that we've seen in game. So, um, yeah, so that was something else to consider. Um, uh, but let's see here. So. Uh, let's move on here. Uh, let's talk about 100 episodes ago, where uh, it was episode number 92, where we talked about uh, professions and stuff. Um, as I said, we talked about professions here. We talked about uh, playable races. We thought that Murlocs might become a playable race, and I asked everyone if they thought that Nightfallen, how they would feel if Nightfallen were a playable race. Turns out they are now. Uh, we also had the running of the gnomes that had just happened, which raised uh, $16,000 for charity. Uh, and then also uh, Ian and uh, uh, Laura did a dev Q&A as they were apt to do at the time. I wonder when the next time we're going to see them do a dev Q&A because that's going to be interesting. You know, not still, anytime soon. I was going to say, yeah, we should be hearing about 9.2 soonish or 9.15 soon. And I know Gamescom is coming up at some point, I think, right? Wasn't isn't that usually in like early August? I don't know when that is. I should look that up. Um, I mean, theoretically, we could hear something at Gamescom, but who knows? 
but uh, yeah, then we, we talked about mythicpoll.us being a site that uh, people were using to track the mythic modifiers. And uh, the BlizzCon in-game goodies were announced because I guess this was from, uh, when was this from? October 17th of 2017. So yeah, so BlizzCon was coming up. And uh, Christy Golden was made a full-time employee of Blizzard. So she's been there now for, you know, she's been there now for a few years. So, uh, and she gets a lot of, you know, and it's, it's one of those things where they made her employee of Blizzard, but, you know, they didn't really explain what her job was. And everybody just assumes she writes WoW and she doesn't. <laughs> like she. she so, although I am looking forward to her Sylvanas book when that comes out in a few months. So we'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, that's what we were talking about, uh, a hundred episodes ago on episode number 92. So does anybody have any final thoughts here? Oh, I was just seeing Shanty, Shanty Mangimi was saying that every online community has toxic elements and inevitable side effect of anonymity, which I agree with. That happens literally everywhere. I know, you know, people are like, I'm jumping ship to this game, but like, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can just Google anything with blah, 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 lawsuit, blah, 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 harassment, blah, like it's yeah. just literally everywhere. So, I mean, well, is someone just going to yeah. stop living? <laughs> like well, uh, The internet is no, accessible. It is. Well, I think it's one of those things that like you can stamp it out if you take an extreme hardline approach and you're willing to either pay moderators or put in like an, an overly uh you know like like you know an overly uh active you know like moderation program or something that kind of cuts that off it, something where it actually crosses the line a little bit you know into censorship but you know by by cutting that all off together i think you can it, it seems to have worked for for the most part from what i hear about the final fantasy community not that i've played it it sounds like they're you know it sounds like they're overall better but even then they have I don't know, like, you know, just looking on Twitter, and again, Twitter is its own cesspool in its own right because there's no moderation there. Um, you know, they, they, they're they getting a little bit snippy, at, you know, when people talk about WoW and stuff too. And, and you know, some of the people that have gone over to, to, to Final Fantasy, they're, they're, you know, they're drawing attacks from people that you wouldn't necessarily expect to draw attacks from and whatnot. And so it's 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 an interesting, I guess, experiment as far as what's happening, as far as how everybody relates to each other. Uh, and it's sadly, the thing is we can't say everybody relates properly. You know, we can't say everybody relates well, it, you know, we're seeing the kind of the ugly side of communities and all of this. And it's, it's disappointing, but you know, but the thing is within those communities, whether it's even in a, you know, a game like wow, which has its toxic cultures, even like league of legends. I remember league of legends was supposed to be like the worst, you know, you can find your little, you know, in your niche, your little group, your community where everything's cool. And and I think that's the key is to, you know, uh, there's a sweet spot between the general chat where everybody is and everything's just a mess. And then like playing by yourself and just shutting off all chat. Like there's a sweet spot where you get, ideally it would be the size of your guild, whatever, so, you know, whatever guild works. And, you know, that's where you've got a community. It's policing itself. It knows what kind of comments and behavior are allowed um you know and as long as you have strong leadership at the top and i think you know ray and eric you guys with order of corrupted souls you do a good job there of you know maintaining a uh you know maintaining an environment where you don't have you know toxic corrosive elements coming in that can you know discombobulate things oh that one time when my officer in guild wars kicked someone oh man those are the times i miss you soren wherever you're at <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it, but yeah, I mean, stuff like that for us running the guild, like I've probably said it before, I think out of, you know, since 2005, I've only ever had to kick out like four people between two games. That's not a lot, you know, and, and it's always been, you know, my people trying to tell me, hey, so-and-so is making me feel uncomfortable. I don't like this. You know what I mean? And then you try to talk to the person. It's because it's brought to the attention and then you're trying to solve it rather than walking away from or saying, it's not a big deal. Just deal with it. It'll be okay. You know what I mean? Like being able to do something about it and involving with wanting to come to a resolution to figure out, will this person work with us? Or you got, or, you know, is this person not a fit? And if you're not a fit, sorry, you know, Well, I think, too, you guys do a good job with your community insofar as when there are people who come in and they don't quite fit, they leave of their own accord. Like, usually, you know, like, they kind of realize, like, oh, hey, and there's usually some guild drama that goes with it because there's always guild drama that goes with it. But it doesn't get to the point of you having to kick them. Like, they kind of realize, like, oh, you know what? This is just not. And then, you know, they, they wind up leaving the guild. Okay, um, bye. Maybe not as quickly as they should. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, yeah, we <laughs> get the Discord notification. Back. <laughs> that's the smartest move is when you leave your exit yourself and know that you know it's not worth the fight to deal with this stuff and you know i mean all the guys who've known me for a long time know it's just like i just won't put up with it i just don't want to i don't want to talk to you i don't look at you i don't want to think about you just you're wasting everybody's time and therefore i don't care so you know it's fine well that's and, that's a level of maturity though to be able to recognize when you're in a situation that it's not worth fighting for because you generally think like, oh no, I'm here and I'm going to stay here and I'll stand like, and it's like, no, sometimes just, no, don't just go. It's much easier. Because what are you, what are you fighting? You're fighting against everybody, you know, and, and, and you know, in a guild, you know, 20 some odd people, you know, you're going to wind up fighting against all 20 of those people. Like, what are you, you know, why, what's, what, what are you going to get at the end of this? You know, tw- being a troll, I guess. Yeah. You know, that's just being a thorn on someone's side. And then, then I get yelled at for, oh. I don't care that someone sent a screenshot of bad things I said about you. Okay, then why are we talking about it? Right. So anyway, on that note, let's go ahead and wrap up here. So this has been episode number 192 of WoW Talk. Thank you to everyone at home for downloading and listening. Thank you to Heat Kings for the intro song. Thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing. And thank you everyone hanging out in the chat room. Tonight we had Academy Impossible, Atom Bomb 151, M1, Joanna X Bella, King Leonidas Gaming, and Shantyman Gaming. Thank you all for hanging out there. Shantyman especially. I know you were active in chat. So is M1. I see you there too. And Joanna, of course, always Joanna. And also Adam Baum. I think I saw you at one point. So yeah, thank you guys for all hanging out and chatting. We are at Wow Talk MTB on Twitter, also at the MASH Network. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash mash those buttons. Also on YouTube at youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Ray, where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Facebook with my name, and the URL there is Bishono Nomiko, which is my Twitter handle, and for Discord with a pound sign 4932. And Eric, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook at my name and on Discord at Toretto pound sign 7645. And Harv, where can people find you? At Facebook at on Facebook at my name and on Discord at Harv pound sign 8673. And I am at WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mash Those Buttons Network on the Torn and the Goblin, where we talk about Warcraft story and lore. We're going to be talking about the Grimoire of the Shadowlands, which finally arrived. And spoiler, I was disappointed, but we'll get into that uh, on the Torn and the Goblin. You can also find me here on Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast, where this week we should be talking about Garrison Tally. Yes, we're going to be talking about the two of them. A plus 
squad mates. So check that one out as well. Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. Discord. <laughs> Discord. He's got to do the dishes, Discord. I think. Discord. Yeah, right? Yeah. Mash.gg slash Discord. And our next show recording is scheduled for August 30th, 2021 at 1030 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. So come join us. Hang out in the chat room with uh, Shanti and Joanna and M1 and everyone else there. Email us with any questions or comments at wowtalk at mash.gg. Let us know how you're feeling about the current state of Blizzard games and, uh, you know, if what you think Blizzard can do to make uh, their community less toxic or if you think it's an inevitability. And if you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And visit mtb.gg slash support to see all the ways that you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, you can gain early access to content as well as to patron-exclusive content. Also, for those in the chat room, please consider a Twitch subscription if you can. And you can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link as well as our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtb.gg slash support. And stay tuned to hear about our other shows on the Mash Those Buttons Network. For Ray, Eric, and Harv, I'm Nick. Hold them accountable. See you guys. See ya. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash discord. 